0: Welcome everyone to uh, the lead up to Tri Ratna International Online Buddha Day celebrations, which are going to be happening this coming Saturday. Uh, my name is Ratnavua. I'm connecting to you with you from Auckland, New Zealand, with my friend Derrymoney. Hello.
1: Hi, Ratnaviwa. You're about um, eight kilometres away, I think.
0: I know, but we're in we're in house isolation at the moment, aren't we? We are. We are. So, what we're bringing to you today is a reading that that both Dharamuni and I love from the Vimlakirti Nirdesha. Um, that translates as the advice and instruction of Vimlakirti. It's a first century Buddhist text. Uh, the translation we're using is by Robert Thurman. And yeah, it's there's in that first chapter there's a story where a bunch of uh, young youth are coming to pay homage to the Buddha, and they present these parasols. Each of them individually presents a parasol, and then the Buddha miraculously transforms all the parasols into a single parasol. And and then there's words of praise to the Buddha, which is what we're going to look at and offer as a possible practice for all of you. Yeah,
1: and it it feels... Particularly, person, particularly personal for me because um, when I was ordained just a couple of years ago, the visualization practice I was given as, as part of the process was centered on the Buddha, on Shakyamuni. And uh, within a matter of a month or so, I was in India on a, on a pilgrimage and connecting very, very strongly with those places where the Buddha walked and talked and, and taught and became enlightened of course so um, I'm, I'm sure everybody will respond to this in their own way and feel that it's deeply personal but for me it really is deeply personal mm.
0: and what what are from the what we're going to suggest to people is that um this is something that we connect with um and in, evokes the buddha for us so we've got some audio we've got the reading we've um uh, i've actually recorded it so you can download the reading and people can listen to it their own time. But there are particular passages or particular qualities that we both uh, take from that reading. So what, what was it that impresses you from the reading, dear um,
1: The bit that Strick, uh, spoke to me most strongly was were the words, you found peace immortality, and the happiness of that supreme enlightenment. Um, and then an, another reference a little further, the great revelation of your miracle. And, for me, this draws on, on a picture of the enormous spiritual energy of the enlightened mind, uh, the creative, um, spontaneous, continuing um, energy that pours forth, as it, as I imagine, uh, the state of being enlightened produces. And um, for me, in my practice, it's, it's an element in my, in my visualization practice. Um, so that's what that's what really speaks to me um, in this marvelous uh, series of verses how about you
0: um well i really love the where he's talking about kind of speaking with a single voice which people hear in their own way um i've, I've always really liked the fact that that when people come to the center they come for all different reasons but somehow um all those reasons start to align a bit more and and people come together to form a single sangha but but people just come for all different reasons and uh similarly they hear different messages in the buddhist teaching which actually makes me think of energy because people frequently think of buddhism as being something around stillness and peacefulness and tranquility and stuff but you're saying quite the opposite the buddha for you is dynamic and alive and vibrant
1: yep, that's true, and and when my practice really is crackling, as it does sometimes, um, that's very much a sense of what I have. it's uh, it's quite strong. I was just thinking that you're also referring, of course, to the lotuses in the mud, aren't you? And the realization the Buddha coming to the realization that uh, there are many people at different levels, some are deep in the mud, but others are possibly contactable through his teaching
0: yeah and and the vimla kurti is an example of a Buddhist teacher that's very dynamic and really reaching out because the whole thing with Vimla kurti is that he fakes well he he is ill but his illness is a is a means of him reaching other people and teaching and so it's a very dynamic story um yeah, highly recommended. Some people believe it's the best series of lectures that Sangharachita gave were his commentaries on the, the Mukurti Nirdesha. Yeah. But you, you also were saying how the quality of compassion comes through this reading for you quite strongly.
1: Yeah, this is another sense of which it feels personal to me, but the the line is um, obeisance to you who saves suffering beings and the, the compassion element I remember Sankaracharya, in outlining the three characteristics of the enlightened mind, put deep abiding, dynamic compassion as one of the three, and uh, so that this line in particular really really talked to me. So when I'm doing my practice, um, the compassion that I can imagine flowing is uh, is a very powerful part of it. Yeah, that that goes deep for me.
0: So what we've, what we've going to be making available here is the audio for people to download so they can either stream it or download it at their phone and listen to it. But you've also had a lot of success running writing retreats here in New Zealand, haven't you, over the years?
1: Yeah, over the years, we've run what we call creative writing retreats, but they're really practice retreats. Um, using the uh, creative writing free flow approach that Manjushwara and Ananda uh, developed in the Wolf at the Door uh, seminars and uh, and retreats, and I know it's still used in some parts of the practice. A friend of ours who was at um, uh, in the UK late last year found herself doing these exercises. So the idea is that you engage in a, in a free flow process. Um, you don't stop to think too much. You give it some thought. You reflect, but then you write and you just write and write. Pen and paper, not a not a keyboard, um, and then you just write and write. And if you don't feel like writing anything sensible, then write something that's not sensible, because you may you may well end up in a place that that, that is interesting.
0: Right. So the recommendation here, the the suggestion for a, a practice to reflect on the Buddha is to listen to the to this audio excerpt from the Vimalakirti Nirdesha, and then let it soak in.
1: I think um, engage in a period of reflection, Mm -hmm. let what you're reading soak in, and then transition to uh, the possibility of such qualities becoming more important to you in your daily life and practice. Uh, I think that's an interesting area. Mm -hmm. And again, sit and reflect on that, and then in the next stage, pick up your pen and, and start writing and write loosely, informally, and you're not going to be showing anybody, or maybe you will, but it really doesn't matter what goes down because what will take place is a is some form of mental transformation. There are real possibilities there.
0: Great. And you suggest also that after they've done that writing exercise, so everybody has to remember to take a pen and paper with them if you're going to wander out into a park while you do this, or you might choose to do it at a desk at home, but um, in front of a window maybe. But um, at the end of that, you're also suggesting just a period of just sitting?
1: I think so, don't you? Um, the pen goes down, presumably something is going on, someone someone has gone a little deeper, and then just sit on for as long as you feel like, just let the uh, letting everything settle.
0: Great. It's a great approach. Great. So all of this um, is a lead up to Saturday's Online Buddha Day, International Tri Ratna Buddha Day. So we hope that you find this exercise helpful or fruitful, and we hope to see you there on Saturday.
1: Yeah, all the best. This is a great approach. And, uh...